ladies and gentlemen, here we are, Real Deal Talk. And let me tell you, you guys know how we do it here. Um, and you know how fired up I get with my, uh, with, my, with my guests. But this one, let me tell you something, folks. Let me tell you something here. You know how I'm doing it rec- recently here is I'm letting the, when we, I used to have this guest list lined up with hundreds of people for months in advance. And I said, you know what, let me scrap that list. And what I'm going to do now is when God or you know, the Holy Spirit highlights someone to me on the fly, that's who I'm bringing in. And it's li- that's what I've been doing lately. So on a weekly basis, somebody will come. Literally, it's, it's endless. Everywhere I go, everything I do, church, ball games, you name it, somebody gets highlighted in my life. And this dude right here, Tony Jefferson Sr., Okay, and, I'm gonna, and, I'm, and, it, and that's cool if I call you senior. The reason I'm doing that is because his son, Tony Jefferson Jr., plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. And his, his son, who would be Tony Sr.'s grandson, Tony, Ju- Tony the third, we'd call him, right? The third, that's right. Okay. I coach him in flag football. So Tony Sr., uh, about a month ago, give or take, was, uh, was at a game. And, and he and I had met one time before, just kind of like, you know, the nod, hey, how are you, what's right. up? You know, when, when two big meatheads see each other, mm-hmm. it's an automatic bond. You know what I'm saying? We automatically, yeah, yeah, we automatically, like, hey, we're, we're right here. <clears throat> so we so we met at the baseball game, right? And and I think the conversation started out with you asking me what protein I take. Most definitely, mm-hmm. right? Right. <clears throat> so he says, "What protein?" So we got into it, and and with me, I'm I'm health and wellness. And then he started asking health and wellness. I said, "Listen, I'm a health and wellness guy. This, that, and the other." And he said, "Well, I got this thing, man. What do I do for this? I go do I do cryotherapy." And I and he said, "I got this blood clot thing going in my leg that right. I got to get." I'm like, "What's that from?" And and he says, "Well." You know, I got shot right here through the, was it a leg? Through the, through leg. Through the thigh. I said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You, you got shot? He goes, he goes bro, you, you have no idea the story I have, the testimony I have right. of what I've been through. Um, and, and, you know, and I'll say this right away to plant the seed for the viewers and the listeners right now so that you make sure that you tune in for this whole interview, which is, which is going to be a minute here, I'm telling you right now. Um, and, he, and he on the fly says, yeah, man, I used to, I used to run with the Crips, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I said, stop right there. Don't say another word. Right. You're coming in. Right. Because I also have a podcast. He said, you got a podcast? I said, yeah, I do. And um, it's all about getting people's testimony out there. Right. So as to inspire others mm-hmm. and to hopefully you know, change some lives along the way and make an impact. Right. He said, dude, I'm in. Right. 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 Most definitely. Most so, definitely. So, I'm so, in. So Tony Sr., um, uh, Tony, let's, for now forward, it's Tony. Right. Okay, for the interview. I can't thank you enough for coming in here. The, the amount of respect I already have for you know, just even listening to your story for a few minutes, man. Mm-hmm. I'm fired up about this to get this testimony, to let you, to let you unleash this testimony to the world from right. what I'm understanding for the first time. Right? That's right. Okay, so Tony. And here, here's how we do it, man. I'm going to go back all the, way, all, the, all the way to childhood to peel back the layers to find. So as, you know, because everybody, I haven't met many people that have a great childhood. Right. <laughs> okay. And the more, let's say, quote unquote, traumatic they've been, the right. more inspiring it's been for my listeners and watchers. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I'm going to take a, you know, a guess here that you probably had a pretty interesting childhood so let's go back man let's talk about childhood and take you know whatever we're, we're on a spot that you're you know which is rough you let me know man and we'll we'll, we'll roll right through it so Most give definitely. it to me talk to me about child like where, where were you born and raised born and raised here in san diego california okay okay yep and um 
my childhood for me, you know, was a little strange from the beginning. First yeah. of all, the reason yep. why I say strange because um, I'm gonna just give you the real deal about me. Yes, you know, when I was growing up, it's about when I was about eight or nine years old. You know, which is was real weird for me because I um, I had what you call Tourette's, man. Okay, Tourette syndrome. Yeah, yeah. And I had to, um, I was, you know, snapping my fingers, shaking my head, you know, my nose is always dirty, you know, so I had to, and no one knew what it was, you know, back then. They yeah. never had a diagnosis of it, and, you know, people was just laughing and, and, and just, you know, you know, cracking up at me, and it was really embarrassing, so I just started to kind of, like, deal with it, you know, so that went on, and then as time got on, went on, man, and then um, as I began to get a little older, you know, that you know, the Tourette syndrome, it kind of faded away, but I still have some kind of uh, ticks every now and then, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. But, um, you know, that just kind of faded away. And as time went on, man, I have a very, uh, a very dysfunctional family, and I'm not afraid to say that because yep. my <clears throat> brothers and sisters, I have two uh, brothers and, and three sisters, and, you know, there's nothing to hide because we already knew that we know that we are <laughs> we're yeah. dysfunctional. I right. mean, we... Fought against each other, you know. I have an older brother. I think he's like sixty-three years old now, and all of us are still alive. But um, I've seen my um, oldest brother. He was about what twenty years old, and I've seen him knock out my fourteen-year-old brother more than one time. Wow. You know, in the living room. Yeah. You know, and he was fourteen and I was thirteen. You know, and I saw that on several occasions. I saw my brother. Um, you know, beat up on my sisters, you know, yeah. my sisters fought each other, you know, I seen my, um, uh, I was like eight years old and my mom was, uh, what not, my mom was in the, um, front living room, man. And, uh, some guy came across the street. He had a 38 in his hand and my mom had a 12 gauge in her hand, you know, and they were getting ready to go at it. And I'm tugging on my mom I'm crying I just I knew something was going on but I just couldn't figure it out you know but then the police came and you know and they broke it up you know and um uh there was one point you know because my neighborhood we was on 3273 Island Avenue I never will forget that address you know and uh we lived on um uh in the cul-de-sac but in the cul-de-sac it was a big hill and you can come from that hill down to our cul-de-sac into our main street and we used to have parties back then, you know, my yeah. mom used to throw parties, you know, and all the, you know, uh, uh, the crips or whatever used to come down there, just have a good time. It was just chill. You know what I mean? I'm eight, nine, ten years old. So, you know, um, it was part of, you know, what we did back then, yeah. you know, so they come down and, you know, party. But my family was a fighting family, bro. We fought left and right. We fought each other. We fought our neighbors. You know, we fought everybody. So we were the Jefferson family, you know, and one guy said, listen, if you go down that hill to the Jefferson family, you may not come back up you know and they knew that you know yeah. so we fought and then you know um it was one point my sister was uh nine months pregnant you know she was fighting the dude you know what i mean and we had to pull her off you know what i mean because she was you know she was winning that battle you yeah. know and then um i was about what 10 years old man and uh there was this uh gentleman he was because it was it was after it was it was blacks and it was mexicans mm. and in my neighborhood, that's all it was at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and we just, we, 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 we fought like cats and dogs. But there was a gentleman, uh, a Hispanic man, and he uh, he said something to me. And I kind of cursed him out. And I was walking, you know, and he had this big old brick. 
and he was getting ready to throw it at me. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, because I was scared out of my mind. Yeah, yeah. But somebody in the neighborhood saw what happened. So they went and told somebody in my family. Oh, boy. So my mom came, my brothers and my sister came, and it was pandemonium on that whole block, bro. <sighs> I mean, we just tore everything up. And what happened was, while we was fighting, some men slashed my sister under the arm with the knife. Oof. And she was cut, she kind of bent down and she just walked away silently. And while we were still fighting, my sister came back. And when she came back, she pointed a 38 at the dude's head, getting ready to shoot him. But my wife, my, my, my wife, my mom hit her hand up and it went off. So that was a very close call right there, you know. And it was just crazy. That's just how he was, man. We fought every day, every night. So, and, and my older brother, who's 62, man, I called him Bruce Lee, you know what I mean? Because he was a bad brother, you know. Was he really? Bad he was tough. And you're you know? how old right now, 50? I'm, I'm 54. I'll be 55 in July. Got it. You okay. know, and, my, and my, uh, my brother right now, he's 50. Um, my, uh, he's one year older than me. Uh, he's 55. I call him my twin. But yeah. I looked up to him big time. Are all your brothers big dudes too? Well, I'm the big, I'm the I'm the biggest out of all. It, of how, give, give me the how you six? What are you six four? I'm six, six four. Uh, two two ninety. No, but I'm like I'm like three oh one now. I'm three oh one, brother. You know, I so, try to stay on the waist, man. Try to stay healthy. Try to eat right. That's know, right. That, that's just genetics, man. You yeah. know, it hit me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and we got to the point, man, where um, oh, wow, and this is the part where. Um, I have flashbacks, you know. Yeah, I get triggers, bro, because um, when I was in the eighth grade, and my brother, I call him Andrew. That's his name, Andrew. Andrew, yeah. and I, like I said, I looked up to him because when he was after being knocked out so many times and after fighting so many times, man, when he got about you know in the tenth grade, man, he was knocking out cats that was eighteen, nineteen years old. You wow. know what I'm saying? So yeah. he was he was known as Big Drew. Big Drew. Big Drew on the yeah. corner, you know, on the street. You know, he wasn't in the games. He wasn't in the games. No, okay. no, he wasn't in the games. He wasn't in the games. He was all about, you know. Uh, How did he stay out of the games? Well, he was like more of a. Uh, and this is right in San Diego. Oh, you're in San Diego, right, right, off in the, right off in the hood, man, you know, in um, 33rd and Island, you know. Yep. And he was more like, he would like um, get pet bulls, get dogs, you know, train them. He would get doves and, you know, he was more of an animal person. He's a builder, you know. Yeah. But he would knock you out in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just tough, you know. Um, nobody would mess with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So one night, bro, um, me and my friend, my mom always told me, and I was I was in the eighth grade, he always, my mom always told me, look, you gotta be in before the street lights come on. I was like, cool, no problem. So me and my buddy, we was walking down the street. As we were walking down the street, two uh, Hispanic guys came, right? And they were looking for Andrew, but they had 12-gauge shotguns. Mm. And one of them pointed at me and said, are you Andrew? Are you Andrew? And I said, no. And I looked at my friend and said, man, this and he was gone. <laughs> and I'm there solo by myself. So he took off, you know. So I'm there by myself, you know. And he said, are you Andrew? Are you Andrew? And I said, no, I'm not Andrew. And I'm scared, man. I thought I was getting ready to die. Right How, old are, you? How old are you here? I'm, I'm like, 13 or 14 okay. years old, yeah. you know. And um, 
I said, no, I'm not Andrew, I'm not Andrew. And he shot the 12 gauge and I ducked. And the flames went past my head. And he pointed at me again and he was asking me, am I Andrew? I said, no, I'm not Andrew. And this time, man, I knew I'm gone. Yeah, you know? that's it. And then as soon as he said, are you Andrew? My brother Andrew came around the corner and came up to me and it was like, boom. And he shot my brother with a 12-gauge shotgun. I saw my brother literally fly from here to about 20 feet, man. Just blew him away, blew him away. And I'm seeing all this in slow motion as I think about it every day. You know what I'm saying? Wow. This is one of my triggers that I have to go through, you know, since then up until now. Just seeing this, man, you know, and it messes with me mentally a lot yeah. you know what i'm saying and i see it in slow motion man him just flying from here to there and i see him hit the ground boom and then when he hits the ground you know i was like oh my gosh my brother's dead but he get up he gets up and he run to the stairs i was like yeah and then he oh, i see him breathing real hard and he he's holding his intestines man and i'm like man and then my father come down and see what's going on, and they got a pipe, and they busted my father's side of the head and cracked him in the head with the pipe. And so I run up to the house because I know where they kept the gun. So I get the gun, and I'm heading down that way and didn't know what I was going to do, so my father met me, so he got the gun and started, bah, 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 started shooting, you know. And, um, and then he went and picked up the Regal and got my brother, and my brother got up off the stairs and... They took him to the hospital, you know, and man, my heart just like sink. I was in like, I was tore up, man, you wow. know, because, you know, like I say, you know, that was my brother, you know, yes. the man, and, you know, and, and um, I had butterfly, not butterfly, but my stomach was just like tore up because I didn't know. And then my mom, after took him from the hospital, took him to the hospital and then they um, drove up the street like a few days later. And I was for sure they're gonna tell, well, you know, um, your brother Andrew, you know, died or whatever. That's what I thought they was gonna say, but yeah. no, he was in critical conditions still, yeah. you know. And um as time went on, um he got out of critical condition and he survived. Oh, but he has He's messed up, man. He's yeah. a diabetic. His buckshots, pancreas is gone. He's really messed up today, yeah. but he still survived, you know. And well, when he came home, man, he had, you know, it was just he had a hole in him this big, bro. Yeah. And I saw everything there, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, you know. And I had to see him crying because he had gas. He had everything going through his body. The buckshots, man. And and I was like, oh man, you know, I just couldn't, you know, I just couldn't deal with it, man. Yeah. You know. So, um, as he got, you know, we got older, man. And, um, and he was about 19 at this point. Um, 18. No, he was like 14, about 15, was about 16. Then. About 16. Okay. Yeah, about, okay. about a couple years later. <clears throat> and, um, wow. He got older, man. And then, um, then I was like, okay, so I was mad. And what was happened to the guys that shot there. him? Bro, they got they shot him. Um, Did they just take off? Yeah, they ran. They ran, and yeah. but they, but, they, but they caught him, and they only got a year and a half. Did you have to testify as a witness? 
I didn't have to testify, bro. They didn't let me testify. They yeah. just they, they had an attorney or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and um, they only did a year and a half in prison, bro. Wow, you know, and that made me upset. So as I got a little older, yep. I saw the dude who caused all of it. It was his son, and. And it was all over a bike, all over a bike. Are you serious? All over a bike. A bike. A bike, all over a bike. And so I saw the dude. By this time, you know, I said to myself, you know what? I'm not letting nobody, you know, uh, you know, get at me. I'm, I was just, my mind was made up. I, I grew up in a neighborhood. I saw what the Crips was like. I saw what gangbanging was like. So I got affiliated, you know. Yeah. And by then, it's like, you know what? I'm about to turn it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm about to turn it up. You know? So what do you so mean get affiliated? Like, what is that? I got involved, gang affiliated. What, what, so you go up to them, you say, hey, I want to get in? No, they already knew me. They knew since you. Since I was a kid. Yeah. So, I, you know, so I, I just walked in. I just started hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, uh, back then, you know, the Hispanic, they have a little line they have to go through and get jumped in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you want to get involved, you know, you just you, you just get involved. You know what I mean? You hang out. You know, you do your dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, you meet your boys. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you in the game. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and whatever happens, you know, you ready to put in dirt. You just put in dirt. Do what you got to do. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and that's basically, you know, uh, what I did. What, what, age were you, what age were you at this point? Shoot, I was like, what? high school what, what, 16 17 16, 16 17 I, mean, right. I was right i was all around it though i mean it was around me every day everywhere every, every day it's just that when i was younger you know um i i just saw a lot of it you know what i mean yeah. so i became a product of my environment right you know what i'm saying so uh after seeing it you know once you're around it so much you know then you can you know you're yeah. smoking weed and you yeah. know you know, so I just got involved in it, you know. So, you know, you start smoking weed, start smoking sherm, you know what I mean? Yep. And what sherm? Oh, sherm, that's like, that's the heavy stuff, bro. Tell me. It's, a, it's, it's a sherm stick, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, it's a brown, like, thick, like, cigarette that's dipped in, you know, elephant tranquilizers. Elephant. Are you <laughs> man, it's it's some serious stuff, bro. With weed in it or no just weed. No weed. No weed. It's just a, like a brown, thick, like um you know how they have them thick more cigarettes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it was like dipped in, you know, elephant tranquilizer, man. Is it seriously know? elephant tranquilizer? That's what they say, man. I, you know what? That's what? what I hear it was, but whatever it was, yeah. bro, you know, it'll make you go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, bro. Nope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, for real. And, yes, big time. You know, my sisters was doing it. My brothers was doing it. And, Every day. And I saw them doing it when I was younger, and I said I would never do that. And when I saw them do it, matter of fact, I saw all the people who was come down that hill doing it because that was a thing back yeah, then it was yeah. called sherm and when they do it they take one two puffs and they have a smell to it a certain smell to it but when you do it it's like it takes over because i see my sister do it man and and she was on the ground swimming oh my god saying wake up wake up she just like she was drowning you know and then i saw uh another guy doing it and he was like standing still screaming for like 45 minutes straight <clears throat> when they put water on him you know yeah. it, it just makes you do wow. you know you know crazy crazy stuff you know so you know and and it 
and they call it sherm that's a sherm stick sherm stick and now that was back that was back in the 70s 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 right so this is all you're you're so is this national city area no 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 this is like uh give me a imperial imperial okay market got uh, it downtown uh, no, a little further, little further, uh, uh, little further uh, uh, east. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, I just want to get a geographical. So yeah, everybody... yeah, yeah. It's not downtown. It's a little bit for a little further east of downtown. Because as you're telling this story, there's I'm thinking we're incompetent at this point. Oh uh, well, well, you know, no, no, no. Uh, That's how crazy uh, this sounds. All right, right. To right. Me. Yeah, but uh, we're in San Diego. Uh, San Diego I, and Compton are two different. I'm just saying, it's just like I, I don't, and, and I'm know that it's for me it's like crazy that this exists in san diego right oh yeah oh yeah it exists you know a lot of a lot of things exist in san diego you know yeah. but yeah we're not on the level of compton yet right. <laughs> you know right. what i'm saying and, and i don't think you know yeah. compton yeah. has its own entity you know what i'm saying for but, sure yep. but you know yep. um you know uh, uh, uh you know uh, murder is murder death is death you know what i mean yeah certain neighborhoods you know that hurt people you know it's all the same you know right. what i'm saying yeah. so you know but you know um you know from there man you know so you're um, saying you you got involved i got involved okay. i got involved so i said you know what i'm not you know i'm just gonna be down with my set you know what i mean so from there then then well i was with my brother one day and i saw the kid who started all this yeah. you know and i said to my brother you know what let's you know because i think i was strapped that day you know and i said let me get him you want to get him you want to get him you want to get him yeah you know and he said you know he thought about it you know and he said no i don't I don't know if he was thinking about when he got shot or what he went through that he just wanted to drop it, but I didn't want to drop it. Right. I wanted to handle business because of what he did to my brother. Yeah. And I looked up to my brother. You know what I mean? And I just told him the other day because he came over to the house and I said, man, you know, I love you, bro. I said, I want you to know I looked up to you and I still look up to you. I said, you was a warrior. I said, you was my greatest fan back then, man, you know, and I remember what you did, you know, so I kind of encouraged him because he told me he was he was a little down, you know, yeah. at the time, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so um, I said, you know, let me get him, man, let me get him, you know, but I don't know how he was feeling during that time, you know. Right. But I wanted to take dude out. I really did. But he said, um, no, I don't even know. I said, man, what you mean don't do it, man? What you talking about? You know, I said, "You did you see what pandemonium he caused in the family? Yeah. All the hurt, all the pain, you know what I'm saying? And he said, no, nah, just, you know, just leave it alone, you know. So I just, you know, put my stuff back up and I kind of like, you know, walked away, you know. But, you know, from there, my what, kind always, of, what kind of stuff did you get into right away when you got in with the, with like, well, oh, give, man, me, give me a normal week for you. Like, what was a daily, did you, were you hanging out every day with them? Oh, man, I was hanging, man, hanging out, you know. Selling drugs, you know, do a little robberies, you know, do a little, you know, uh, doing some other things, you know what I'm saying, you know, um, and, you know, it's just an everyday thing, you know what I'm saying, everyday, I mean, everyday thing, you know, um, yeah, I'm going to take it too deep, but we did some, we did yeah. some dirt, we did some dirt, we did some dirt, put it like that, we did some dirt, so you doing know. dirt means you did some, some, we some did bad some dirt. stuff, we did some bad stuff, you, that I, I'm not, I'm not proud of, right, but we did some bad stuff, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And uh, But you know what? It's part of the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's, part, be, of, it's part of it being in the gang. You know what I'm saying? Like you it's said, part you, of the lifestyle, you, know? you became your environment. I, I mean, became was, my environment, man. Yeah. You know, um, um, I lived in it. I saw it, you know. And after a while, you become a part of it. You know yep. what I'm saying? But yep. as I got older, you know, um, 
my mom, she, um, I guess, you know, she wanted something different for me. So I went to Stockton Elementary. That's where everybody went as kids. You know what I mean? That's the elementary school. And then they went to Memorial Junior High School. So that's where everybody in the neighborhood from, you know, uh, 10 to 12-mile radius went to to that particular school. Stockton and then Memorial. And then they either went to Lincoln or Morris High School. But my mom sent me to Maryland Junior High School in La Jolla. Mm, Really? Yes, I went to Merlin's, and then I graduated from La Jolla High School. Okay. How did how did she get you to Merlin's? She got me out. I, I don't know. But one of one of my one of my uh, my friends on the block, they weren't gang members, but they went to that particular school. So my mom uh, found out about it, so she enrolled me there. So now, um, I'm at La Jolla High School. Okay, Merlin. Now, now, okay, now you gotta remember, I'm. Is it all white? Bro, is it all white? <laughs> Come on, man. We in the hood. Okay, so <laughs> so I'm bust out there, right? And, um, and so this is what 15, 16 years old. This place, yeah, is? yeah, ninth grade. How big right? were you? How big were you? Oh man, this? I was a skinny little rat. You were skinny, really? I was, yeah, oh, man. Come on, bro. I was skinny. I just fit in with all the other. Little how kids. tall yeah. were you? I was tall, about six one. Though. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Went to uh, Merlin Junior High School first, you know what I mean? Graduated from there. Now, hold on, uh, hold on. Don't brush over that. (laughs) You Don't brush over this, bro. What, like, give it to me when you arrive there. The kids must have been like, who in the, what in the hell is this? No, that's what I was saying to them. (laughs) 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 That's what I was saying, bro, you know? And it was like, they accept you? Were they? Well, see, I'm a people person, bro. You are. I'm a people person, so. You know, uh, this put you to the test. Your people skills to the test. Exactly, it did. You know, wow. but I mean, I mean, I was, you know, like the first second day I was there, man. I, you know, I hooked up with the white boys, bro, and I got big joints like this man, right away, you know, right away, bro, right away. I hooked up with all the white boys, man, and we was just smoking blunts. I this stay is on. La Jolla. This is La Jolla, man, <laughs> big time. You know, this is La Jolla. <laughs> I'm smoking blunts, man. Come on. They introduced And they me. had it already. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> Did they have it? Man, they got they, the they, best stuff. They had the best stuff, man. They had the rope, man. They had the Mercedes. Come they on. had the Cadillac. You know, I love Cadillacs. Oh man. yeah, yeah, they of had course. The Cadillacs, man, and 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 and, and then come tenth grade, man. Shoot, I'm riding around in the Cadillacs, no man. Way. I'm staying on that over their house, you know. Back then, <laughs> I had the Jerry Curl, man. I get juice all over their pillows at home. But <laughs> the parents love me though, man. No the parents love me, man. So I'm just like chilling out there, man. That is great. And then one day. They um they uh, told me about some LSD. I said, nah, oh, I ain't wow, trying that wow. joint, man. You know, because I've seen what it did to a couple of them yeah. folks. So I was like, nah. But then they introduced me to some some mushrooms. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Like, okay, mushrooms. You know, mushrooms is cool. You know. Yeah. So so they said, here, take a bag of this. I'm like, is it is it cool? I said, man, come on, mushrooms. You know, I said, no problem. So took some mushrooms. Like, oh, this is not bad, man. About yeah. an hour later, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I went to this closet. I saw this little midget. I don't know where. I'm like, what the. Like a little midget in the closet out of nowhere, bro. <laughs> I'm like, man, no, you got to get me out of here, you know. Yeah. So we went walking, and his car broke down, right? And we had to walk, and we was in La Jolla. Mansions, bro. Yeah. And there was these lights that 
one big light here, one big light here, one big light here, and it went all the way down the road. And here we are walking. And I remember I'm on mushrooms, bro. Yeah, it's and bro, I swear I thought the Ku Klux Klan was after me, man. Oh my god. Because I saw all these lights. Yes. Man. And so here I'm diving in the bushes, man. They said, What you doing? I said, Look, man, the lights, bro, the lights. They said, man, come on out of there. They said, no, man, I'm not. Look, man, the lights, the class. So I'm tripping out, man, you know. And I said to myself, I'll never, ever <laughs> do shrooms again. Do shrooms again. I and feel I the smoking, same way about man, shrooms, bro. I was smoking them weed. I was smoking them. I was smoking. Hey, man. <laughs> the, there's a, di- you know, now I don't do that stuff anymore. But yeah. there's a difference between, you know, uh, um, the weed, you know, uh, uh in the ghetto from the hood and the weed from La Jolla. La Jolla, bro. I took one hit of that stuff from La Jolla, Crazy. man. I was like, man, you know. Were you telling your Were you uh, telling your peeps back in the hood, like, dude? Yeah, I was like, man, give me some. Where'd you get this from? You know. So we had I had a bunch of my boys from the hood. We were out there in La Jolla. It was out there in La Jolla trying to get stuff. They're like, we that, coming man. up. Yeah, we man, coming up. We coming up, man. So, but. Oh man! Well, I was out there, man. You know, um, you know, I played football. You know, um, when did you start playing football? I started playing as a um, tenth grade. In tenth grade, okay. Tenth grade, tenth grade. Yeah. So I made, I made, even made varsity when I was in the tenth so grade. So by tenth grade, know? you're now six one, six two. Six and you're putting two. Some, you're putting some muscle, some beef oh, on yeah, your body. Oh yeah, yeah. A muscle, you know, putting beef on six two. You know, um, having little girlfriends. You know, back then I'm dating black, white, Hispanic. It didn't matter. I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah. You know. And uh, um, and no discrimination. No, no discrimination. You know, yeah. and um, it was a uh, uh, I started lifting weights. Yep. You know, you know, got a little bigger. You know, um, then uh, uh, what was your family thinking? Like, what were your brothers and sisters thinking? Like, why did you send him to La Jolla, not us? No, nah, they weren't tripping. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't finish school. They never finished school. Well, me, um, me and my, um, I'm fifty. Four, me and my brother that got shot, we didn't we want to graduate. Yeah, yeah. We don't graduate. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. And um, uh, so they wasn't tripping at all, you know, because a lot of them, you know, they, they either got pregnant, you know what I mean? Yeah. And had babies, you know. And this is not something, you know, secretive because I have a good relationship with my family, right. you know, with my yeah. brothers and my sisters. So uh, this conversation that we're talking about now, they would all agree with it. There be no malice, no animosity, you know what I mean? Because they know me, you know what I'm saying, you yeah. know? So um, they would not, they, they were not, you know, tripping at all about me going to La Jolla or whatever, you know? Um, and plus, you know, um, <clears throat> me being in La Jolla, you know, um, I could, I could like not come home for two or three days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 10th, 11th, 12th grade, you know what I mean? Because and, and, moms wasn't, moms wasn't, she was she was good with it. She was good with it. You know, moms was working, man. Yeah. You know, working, taking care of the house. You know, she was doing. You what know, about pops? Where's pops? pops? Was at Walmart. He, you know, my my real dad. Everybody in my family is, is from Sweetport, Louisiana, except me. Okay. Okay. So my mom left there. She had me here. Um, I was born here, but um, my stepdad. You know, he's been with my mom for about forty something years right now. You know, what I'm saying, they, yeah. and they're still together right yeah. now. My mom has uh, um, dementia right now. Your mom does? Yeah, she and has that right now. But, how old but, is she? She's uh, 70, 
78 right now. 78. 78. So you're in La Jolla, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you started playing football. Right, right. Talk to me about that. How did right. that, did they just come to you and say, dude, you got to play football? Well, um, I'm still, I'm still tripping the fact that you got to like La Jolla. What made her think to send you to La Jolla? And how did she get you in? Well, um, like how did La Jolla accept? Well, they were, they were accepting kids from different, um, uh, districts and areas to be bussed out there in that area. It was part of their project that they had to do that. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so we had kids from, um, from Logan, from um, wow. different areas where there were bus stops to come and pick up certain kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and um, there was about, what, 10 or 12 buses that carried full loads of kids out there. You know what I mean? And were you one of the um, ones that did, like, integrated the best? Like, you, you seemed to get along with everybody were the ones that didn't go well? Well, I mean, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but um, I know I was. And as t- like you said, you got to understand, as time went on, I'm sure everybody got uh, acclimated with you know, other kids and so forth for being there from, you know, ninth to the 12th grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Okay. But with me, you know, um, I got along good with, you know, everybody, with, with everybody, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, I understood them, they understood me, you know what I mean? And I wasn't stuck up. I'm a people person, you know what I mean? I just kind of went with the flow. Because I'm a person like, you know, um, if I'm down with something, I do it. You know what I'm saying? And, and now I believe strongly in it, you know? 100%. That's what I picked up with on you immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, were you still running with the Crips? Oh, most definitely. See, and that's the thing about yeah. it with me is, you know. Did the people in La Jolla know this? Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. Knew. They knew. I would come. I mean, I'd come to school banged out. You know what I mean? I could, I <laughs> all red. Me, all red. Most Crips, red or? Blue, bro. Blue. Blue, 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 So this blue, is, the, this is yeah. the colors of this officer. No, I'm not We're violating here. No, no, no. I mean, I love. I, I wear red, no problem, because all yeah. that stuff. You know, that's not in violation for me, because yeah. you know, uh, uh, I'm not into that stuff anymore. You right. know what I'm saying? Okay. Because you know, we're all human beings. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And a color doesn't define a person to me. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, if absolutely. I should go up there and and, and hurt them or, or or kill them or shoot them or talk bad to them, you know what I mean? Because you know. Uh, um, um, it's the heart and and the love of the people right now that you know that yeah. I'm trying to capture. You know what I'm Correct. saying? You know. Yeah. Um. So I'm against violence in all adverse forms. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know. Uh. Jesus said, "It's with love and kindness have I drawn thee." You yes. know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. that's yeah. what I'm all about right now. You know. So color has no bear with me right now. You know. I wear red, blue, black, but I don't wear pink that much. But you <laughs> know. You know. But I'm still. You know. I mean, I love. They don't get it twisted though. I love pink though. Yeah. But um, so he used but, to wear blue to, to La Jolla. He used to wear blue out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the cars were black and red at La Jolla, so I had to wear red. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but uh, but I wore blue. You know what I'm saying? I wore yeah. blue. I yeah. wore my blue rag. You know what I'm saying? I wore blue hat. I wore the golf hat. I wore everything. You know, and yeah. you know, matter of fact, that's my favorite color. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to discriminate against all the other colors. But the thing about it is this: is that um, my by me being in La Jolla. It gave me a sense of hope and vision because wow. I had an opportunity to see two um, different lifestyles. Right. Lifestyles of the rich and famous mm-hmm. and lifestyles of the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had a vision of what I wanted in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now you could see it. You actually I can saw it. see it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was... Uh, uh, um, had a good relationship with um, I don't know if you know the Manchester's Hotel downtown the yeah I've, I've heard of it right um, <clears throat> his daughter 
went to La Jolla High School and really cool people. She's really cool, you know. Um, you would think she, she'll be all snotty or whatever, but, you know, her father owned the Manchester Hotel, but she was really, really cool and so forth. And a lot of rich people out there that I've met and so forth was really cool, you know. Yep. I even got a job out there, man, at White Sands of La Jolla, believe it or not. <laughs> What were you doing? I was a bus boy, man. No you know, way. It's big black boy with a, you know, Jerry Curl busing, taking trays up to these white, you know. <laughs> man, it was crazy. It was crazy. And I went up, I went up to this one room and it was lady 80 years old. And I was taking her. She was her, scared to death. No, listen, I was taking her, <laughs> I was taking her, her, um, her food, right? Yeah. And then, she, now she's 80 years old, could barely talk. And then I took her her food and I said, here's your coffee. And I said, well, how would you like your coffee? She said, black, <laughs> like my man. No way, come on. I said, let me get up out of here. Let me get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I told oh, them, never man. send me to this room again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, my goodness. You, you know? were like, she. Right, right, here. right. Me- so, but I worked there, you know, for about a year and a half, you know, and I worked there at like, <laughs> I, right after I got out of school, I went there and I worked the graveyard from 4 to 12 at night. Yeah. And I got, um, from at midnight, I got off and I had to walk to one of my buddies' house, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I stayed a night over there and, um, and I went to school. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But I had an opportunity to see both lifestyles, man. The lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I had to go back to the hood, you know, bap, you know, yeah. doing my doing my stuff, you know, banging and and drinking and 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 you know, and all kind of crazy stuff, you know what I mean? You know, folks being shot at, you know, and I was out on the corner hanging out and banging. Um they did a ride by on me, you know, and uh me Roos was out there hanging out, man. Yeah. Just we had the forty ounce old yeah. English, eight, yeah, OE, yeah, OE, and the Cisco, and yeah. mix it together. We call yeah. it suicide, and yep. you know, and um, we're just doing a just out there chilling, and you know, somebody just came by, just started spraying, you know, yep, and wow. um, and I got hit, and one of my boys got hit, and it was a blessing, man, because I got hit, you know, um, and the leg with the 22 and it came on the other side but you know this is where my heart is same side you know it's a blessing because it could have been a little higher you know right but um <clears throat> when i got hit man and i started running i was like man i'm gonna get these fools man who got hit i didn't even know it was, it was me who got who got hit man who got hit that's crazy and then all of a sudden i felt my leg like heating up you know and it started swelling up and i was like man my whole leg blew up so big man i was like and so they rushed me to the hospital because it hit my main artery, bro. Wow. And when it hit my main artery, they took me to the hospital and they said, okay, they was going to have to amputate my leg. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And so they told me, they said, okay, we're going to do this uh, procedure. And if you don't feel any heat in your foot, we're going to have to cut your, uh, cut, cut your, um, cut your leg off. If you feel heat, then we can save it. I said fine. So the first time they did it, and um, they said you feel any heat. I said no, I don't feel no heat. And I was like praying, Lord, because oh, you Lord. know I was born and raised in the church when <clears throat> yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, born and raised in the church. And um, and they did it again. They said, can you um, feel the heat now? I said no, I can't feel it. It's like oh gosh. 
They said, well, this is last time, the only hope. And they said, uh, can you feel it now? I'm like, yeah, I can feel it. I can feel the heat. You just say, you can't. Yep. So they start doing something, you know, so they were able to save my leg, man, yeah. you know, which was a blessing, you know. And then um, my leg was, you know, they had put staples in my leg, man, and I was just good to go, you know. Um, were you able my, to walk on it? Were you able to walk? I was barely walking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had staples in it, barely walking, you know. But I also get, I was so banged out, man. Like a month later, I was back on the streets, man. Staples in my leg, barely walking, you know, driving my Cadillac, you know. Police pulled me over. I had a, a, a gun in my car, in my truck, but they couldn't get in. But uh, they took me in anyway because I had a warrant for something. I got out the same night. I had to walk, um, what? about seven miles <laughs> back to my car, man, you know. Nobody could come pick you nobody up. Nobody come pick me up, man. You know, nobody come pick me up, you know, so. Did you even tell mom where you did? No. No, I no. I didn't tell mom. I, just, <laughs> no, I, didn't, I wasn't even stand with my mom then, man. Because let me tell you something. As soon as I graduated from high school. Yeah. Me and my brother, my mom opened up the door and said bye-bye. The second you graduated. Yeah. So and your brother Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She opened up the door and said, bye. We didn't know where to go, know what to do. She said, it's time for you to go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But um, oh my God. that's the best thing she could, could have done for us. Yeah. Though. You know what I'm saying? We had to find our way. You know what I mean? What'd you guys do? We we survived, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, we stayed here. We stayed there, you know? Um, Were you still linked up with the La Jolla pe folk, uh, peeps up there? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was still, but, you know, during that, by that time, man, the streets got the best of me. Really? So La Jolla was 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 eighty six, man. Eighty you know, six. I mean, they gone out the picture. You know what I mean? They're yeah. Gone, you yeah, know? yeah. 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 So, um, but I still had you know my friends, my boys, you know. But you know, it's you know, like this is my you know. Um, I still have my dreams and my visions of how La Jolla was. Right. So I can. You what's know, possible? In the future, what's possible? Right. But now, you know, I'm um 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 collaborated and amalgamated with my hood. Yeah, yeah. Where I was born and raised, so I had to figure it out. Right. Me and my brother had to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what we did. We figured it out, you know? So um, during that time, you know, I was like, you know, still in the gang, so... Um, I had did a serious crime, and um, and I thought I got away with it, mm. you know, and um, they uh, they got because if you take a person a hundred feet against their will, it's considered kidnap. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, um, I robbed this person. I took his car. I took him a hundred feet against his will. And I threw him out on the freeway. <laughs> and uh, the police, they came and put they put an APB out on the car. And they uh, they found me. They got me. Actually, I was out on the street, you know, just partying and chilling. Yeah, they yeah. pulled up. Oh, yeah, we got you now, Big Tone. We got you now, Big Tone. Oh, yeah, we got you, So your TJ. nickname yeah. was Big Tone. They call me TJ. You know TJ. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, we got you now. We got you. Now. That's what you're talking about. You know, oh, yeah, you know that crime. But I ain't did no crime. You, but, you know, back then we call, <clears throat> uh, um, we would really clown rookie police officers, yeah. you know, because they didn't, you know, they're coming in the hood. They, they try you know, to bluff you. Try to bluff, you know, but. Um, but he wasn't bluffing that time, but I didn't you know, really show up and say, we got you this time. You're going to do about, what, about 16 years for this. I mean, what you talking about? Yeah, you remember that kidnap you did? Like, I haven't kidnapped anybody. What are you talking about? Yeah, you remember he just had the guy's name, you know, and the car and what I did on the freeway. I was like, oh, goodness. I said it to myself, you yeah. know. <laughs> and he said, we got you. You're going down for a long time, bro. And I was like, man. You know, so I knew. You still I knew didn't I give in, though. You still didn't admit it. No, I didn't give it. Of course, I didn't not. Give in. So, I mean, it was what it, you know, it was. What it was. Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah. I just knew I was called. So you know. Um, so they brought you in. So they brought me in. So now you know I'm locked up, getting ready to go. You know, looking at uh, 16. You know, and um, so I was just you know. And you had already up. had some prior. Yeah, I had priors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so while I'm in there, man, um, we had a bunch of riots. You know, actually, there was one guy. He was from. So, another, so what happened on that? Did you? Well, get, did well, you have an attorney? Did you fight it? Did you? Nah, did you go innocent? It. Hold on a second. All right. <laughs> <laughs> while I was in there, we had a couple of. Well, it was you know, you know, I got tested by some um, guy who was this color. You know that color. Yep. Yep. And. Um, you know, we had stores that go in our, you know, where we get goodies and so forth. And he came into my cell and and uh, took my stores, you know, stealing. You can't, you don't deal with a thief, you know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> took my stores, you know, so I found out who it was. And I went and told him, I said, look, man, you ain't have to, you don't have to steal anything from you. You want something from me, you just ask me, I'll give it to you. So I gave him a, you know, a couple bag of cookies and chips, you know what I mean? Just trying to be, you know. Yeah, keep the peace. Keep the peace, you know what I mean? And he did it again. And I said, you know what? And so I was plotting how I was going to get him. Because I'm in here with about 100, you know, a dude that's going in for, you know, murder or, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, crimes that he did. So I'm coming down the stairs and I grabbed him and just like, whooped his tail so they put me in a hole. So I was in the hole for a while. And while I was in the hole. So explain the hole. What's the hole? Like, you isolated in a hole, bro. Yeah. You can't do nothing. Just so, pitch just dark? Solo. Is it? Pitch, no, it's not pitch dark. You know, you can make it dark in your mind, but it's yeah, not course. pitch dark. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. You know, you're solo. Um, yeah, you're solo. You know what I mean? And, that, and, and again, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. You know really? why, bro? Because that was peace. That was the first sense of peace I had. Wow. In in my life, pretty much, because I was always uh, amalgamated with hurt, with pain, with tears. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now it was like a sense of peace, man. I was solo. I was by myself, man. And when I was in there, man, I I went my my mind went back to when I was a child. And when I was in the church and I heard about, you know, uh, forgiveness and Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah. And, bro, I'm telling you, I got down on my knees and I said, you know, Lord, I asked, you know, just, uh, 
I tried everything. You know what I mean? I tried everything. You know, I said, I tried drugs, you know, I tried the gangs, you know, I tried basically everything. I said, but now I want to try you, wow. you know. And I said, would you just come, in, come into my life and just just make me a better person, you know. And bro, I'm telling you right then and there, I just started crying. And I saw like the spirit ascending to heaven, man. And I really, I just broke down, bro. And I started crying because um, I'm not the person that cry. Right. I was always told to suck it up and suck it in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. But I cried and I just kind of like melted, man. And then when I got out of the hole, bro, it's like I was made like the tank captain. And that's like when, you know, you, <laughs> I don't know how the Lord did it. I was a tank captain. Like when you guys in charge, you know, of uh, everybody in there, you tell them to get off the phone and, you know, all this other thing. So I was having Bible studies in my cell. And these was with cats. I was getting ready to go do some hard time. They would come into my cell. We would go over scriptures and so forth, you know. And then I wasn't fully, you know, um, aware of what was going on, what the Lord was doing for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I got up. <clears throat> said, man, I don't understand this. And as I was walking out, I hit my I hit my leg on the table. And I said, ah, oh, goodness. And then when I opened my eyes, it's a scripture that said, the Lord wants to know you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, that hit me right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I just got into the word, you know, and. And this is while you're waiting for your sentence, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you're kind of in a holding tank. Right. Got it. Okay. And bro, I had a court appointed attorney and an attorney told me, he said, you know what? I like you. He said, I'm going to get you off because majority of the clients I have, they call me dump trucks. You know, they don't, uh, they curse me out. You know, they say I'm taking too long that, you know, yeah. but he said with you, um, you patient with me, respectful. you know, you respectful, you don't rush me. And he said, I'm going to get you off. I said, his name is Jack Campbell. I never forget wow. him. I'm never forget him, you know, and man, when it, <laughs> it came down to it, man, out of 16 years, bro. 16 years, I got a year. One year. One year, bro. <laughs> One year. And okay. out in six, seven months, what was? Oh, my, a year. <laughs> when you did the full year? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the full year. You know, full year. Out of 16. 16, exactly. Yeah. And I already had my badge. I already had, I already had my my, uh, my blue band. Right. So I was getting ready to go up, you know what I mean, to the pen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was ready because I knew how I did my crime. I was ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But when God told me he knew me, then I just turned it all over to him. And I told him, I said, Lord, I promise you, when I get out of here, I promise you I will not get affiliate, affiliated into any more gangs. I won't get, I won't sell drugs. I won't drink. I won't do any of that. I promise you. So when I got out, you know. Um, How was I'm, the one year while you were in? We just kind of in charge. They kept you in charge. Oh, no, 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 no. I was just like lifting weights, man. I was just That's lifting it. weights, just chilling. Yeah, lifting weights. Just nobody chilling. messed with you? No, nobody messed with me. No, no, no. 
So they no, because no, I was in there with all the homies anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was locked up with all the homies. A lot of the homies in there, you know, um, we were in, um, in, in in 4A. We was in uh, sales. All of us was, you know, kind of like did, together. Did you know? know a lot that were running with you with the with the? Oh, gang? Yeah. oh, yeah. oh they, yeah. They were in there? Like Yeah, they were in there. And then there were some cats from L.A. that was in there, too, from L.A. You know, I, I met a lot of Crips from L.A., too, that was up in there, yeah. you know. That probably that did dirt down here, you know what I mean. Yeah. So they got caught down here, you know. And but, they don't um, integrate in, in jail at all. Like you, you're just with your with all the blacks in one area, all the whites in one area, Mexicans in the other area. No, it's not right? like that. No, it's 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 it's, it's mixed up. You got blacks. You you got blacks, uh, Hispanics, you know, and uh, uh, a few whites. You know what I'm saying? We had a ride in there one time, and uh, it was it was <laughs> it was the blacks against the. Uh, uh, the Mexicans and the whites, and we like mopped them, <laughs> mopped them up, <laughs> mopped them up, you know. And that's when I went in the hole that day, you know. But, yeah. but, but, but besides that, yeah, you know, um, um, uh, I there was no issue with me, you know, getting out or whatever, you know. So I made God a promise when I get out of here, I promise you, I will not get affiliated into any type of drugs, gangs, whatever. So as soon <laughs> as I got out because you know your homies they know when you get out yes they come you know they pick come, you up yeah. you know what I mean ready you know? to go get back to it back to it so uh, a couple of them came to pick me up you know I said okay cool you know they had their drinks you know and so we had like a little plot we was gonna go take care of some business you know I was like, cool, let's go handle this business, you know. But then again, I made the pro I remember the promise that I made to God. Yeah. And I was like, man. So I'm torn between should I go or should I stick with the promise I made to God? And that was a defining moment for me right there. That was a life-changing moment for me right there because if I, if I would have, I could have go either way. Yeah. And that would have determined how my life would have been. I could have been back on the streets thugging or I could have been who I am today so I made the choice I said you know what man I can't even I'm, I'm not with that no more you told your, your home yeah 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 so what you mean you're not with that no more I said with it no more he said oh no, you're gonna be with it I said I'm not with it no more you know what I'm saying so you know we was about to get down you know what I'm saying yeah. so man whatever you know whatever so we just kind of like you know chilled and walked away but that day the next Sunday I went to church and when I went to church, you know, um, I brought my wife because I met my wife, you know, Adria. Yeah. I met my wife and um, beautiful woman. When did you meet her? I met her like uh, right after I got out. Well, I knew her yeah. while I was out there, but we never really kind of, you know, uh, I met her at IHOP or whatever, but we never kind of really, you know, but then I saw her somewhere else as when I got out, when you, got you out, know, yeah. Yeah, and then we kind of just like communicated and so forth, you know, um, but I put my wife up against anybody, man. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> uh, what when um you with when you made this oh went when, to yeah, church you went when, to church when, when, uh, went to church went to church yeah when I went to church you know um 
that was a, a, a life-changing event for me because that day when I went, I made a decision to go to church. It changed my whole life because got to understand this, but this is how God worked. Yeah. Because when I used to gangbang, yeah. I used to be awful. I used to, like, 31st and Imperial was right here. Yep. 30th Imperial was right here. 31st and Imperial was here. My church was on 31st and Imperial. The gang, uh, where I used to gang was 30th. So the, when I went back to church, he put me back on the same corner where my church is, 31st and Imperial. And that's where I spent 28 years at that church. Grew up preaching, teaching, and everything else. So it's amazing how God worked. When I made the commitment to live right for Christ, that's where I went. And that's where I remained faithful until this day. To this day. To this day. When my pastor died, I mean, trust me, man. I, I mean, I went through the rankings, though. You know what I mean? Because when I first went there, you know, I, you know, I went just like regular. I didn't have any good clothes or whatever. As I began to go, you know, I said, you know what, Lord? I mean, everybody else has suits and everything, and I'm just wearing. I said, Lord, I would like to have some suits. Bro, about a week later, I got a closet full of suits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And after that, you know. I was appointed to a deacon. See, I worked my way up from a deacon. And and so this is like when you when you decided not to, I'm not going on that run. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to church the following week. Mm-hmm. You, had you been going to church prior no. at all? No. No, 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 no. Never. No. I went to church. Well, I went to church a couple of times with my friend. They were a Baptist church, but it yeah. was kind of like different, yeah. you know, just more like to have fun, you know, but nothing serious. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Like go to the beach or whatever, but I never went to the church. I never went to church in a way as to like seeking the Lord and want to get yeah. spiritual. Actually you know, getting some. No, 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 no. Okay. I haven't, bro. You right. know. And uh, and when I went there, man, you know, I got suits, whatever, and I started off as a deacon. And um, and what age is this about? This was about uh, 22. 22, okay. 22. Got it. Where's your brother at this point, Drew? Drew, um, he's around. By then, no, I mean, by at 22, when you, where, where was it, when you got out, what was he doing? Oh, he was working. He's working, okay. Yeah, he's working. I mean, he 100% healed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, he got about what eight, nine kids now. You Does know? he really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. My, matter of fact, he got about eight kids. My brother, who's old, my older brother, who's sixty-two, he is, he is about seven. My sisters have about nine. I, man, I got so many. I got about like thirty-eight, thirty-nine nieces and nephews. Wow. Yes. Sir. And how many kids do you have? I have four. Four. I have four. Yeah. My oldest is 34. Yep. Andre. And my daughter is 32. Yep. Uh, Anthony Shea, my first of all, my oldest son, he's out in um, uh, San Francisco uh, studying uh, engineering. He's 34 years old. My daughter, she's uh, out in Atlanta and um, six years military. You know, she's married. All my kids are married, you know. And of course, you know, Tony. Of course. You know, uh, yep. 30. Yeah, yeah, 30, you know. And I have a 15-year-old, bro. That's what I was wondering because you said I'm taking my son to school. Yes. And I thought, wait a minute, son to school. Yeah, I have a 15-year-old. I'm like, that means he's got to be in his, no less than his teen or no more right. than more than his teen. Did you see this? Yeah. That's 15 years. 15-year-old. So you, But <laughs> here's, <great>? here's what's <laughs> crazy is so you had him at 40. 
Mm, yeah. So that's when I started was 40. So I'll be in the same exact boat at 55. Right. <laughs> I started at 40. You started at 40? Yeah, started. Really? And I had Johnny at 45. Is that right? Yeah, the one that's on Tony, little Tony's. Oh, yeah. Johnny's yes. my son. He's, I start, I, we had him when I was 45. 45, huh? Wow. How old is he now? Six. Six, huh? Get ready. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful yeah, thing, you know? man. It's, and and, it's, and he's and he's fifteen years old, man. He's wow. like he's six four. Six four. Yes, and um, <laughs> he's 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 a bad boy in basketball. Wow. Bad boy in basketball, man. Wow. So we got him. He's at modern day high school right now. You know, uh, uh, doing good things there, man. You know, so uh, but those are my kids right there, man. You know, and um. And so we, you were at church where you started, like you got integrated, mm-hmm. and you start you like you wanted to go full in. Right, right, right. Like I said, I started as a, as a deacon. <clears throat> yep. As a a, a, a a licensed minister, or ordained elder, assistant pastor, and now I'm pastor. And so I went through the whole chain of command. Bro, you on know. that same street corner, on the same street corner, bro, on the same street corner, pretty much where you were banging, right? But my pastor died in nineteen, uh, I mean, in two thousand and seven. So he was the one who took me under his wing. Mm. He knew my mom. He knew me when I was a kid. He knew the Jefferson family. Everybody knew the Jefferson family. Everybody, but he knew the Jefferson family, and he knew me when I was a kid because I used to come there into Sunday school. You know, yeah. So he knew me when I was a kid, and um, when I got into the church, he recognized me, you know, and, you know, he took me under his wing, man, and he taught me so much. He taught me how, you know, uh, to do weddings, or funerals, baby dedications. He would take, and he had his own son, you know what I mean, that, you know, but he took me under his wing, and he, you know, he just showed me all these wonderful things, man, so... I do all, I mean, I have weddings and funerals. I have all these things. I have things set up right now for me to do. You know what I mean? And I, now this is a guy from the street hanging down on the corner, you know, banging. You know what yes. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And now the Lord just, you know, it was like uh, 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 Saul to Paul. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, um, he knocked me off my horse and, and and put me on a straight and narrow. You know what I'm saying? You know, and um, um, and, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, so now I went through the chain of command, you know, and I believe it was Paul said that uh, it's by the grace of God that I am what I am. And God's grace towards me has not been in vain. You know what I'm mm, saying? It totally. has not been in vain at all. You know, yeah. so and I have my kids, man. And um, uh my kids have a foundation. Yes. Because when I was in church as a deacon, like, you know where they were. <laughs> yeah. They were all in church. In church, yeah. With me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I was raised Church of God in Christ. We believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. And so they have that solid foundation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, you know, and, and and my pastor, he was strict. He was all about holiness. You know what I mean? The Bible said, be a holy for I am holy. So there was some things in the Bible that um, that we were doing that, you know, uh, wasn't biblical, but it kept us out of trouble. Right. You get what I'm saying? I do. You know, it kept us out of trouble. Mm. It kept, it, it, it prevented us from entering into certain areas. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't biblical, but it kept us safe you yes. know what i'm saying kept us safe you know um like clothing for instance they would have my, my wife <laughs> my wife you know uh she wasn't 
or all the women, you know, they were kind of like uh, dressed very appropriately. You know, yeah. um, they were like remind me of a of a highway in Norfolk, Virginia, with no curves. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they were they were hiding all curves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Long dresses. Long dresses and everything. You know, but they were not exposed to anything because my pastor used to tell me anything advertises for sale. Mm. You know what I mean? So they were like, you know, but as we got older, they know that, you know, and they wouldn't even weren't, wouldn't able to wear pants or anything neither. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But as they got older, you know, we realized that those were some things that was beneficial to help us, to help them. You know what I mean? Just to prevent, you know, things from, you know, happening as far as, yes. you know, lusting and all the other things, Correct. you know what I'm saying? So, so, but you know, so, you know, a lot of things have changed, but he taught us well. He taught us well, even for myself, you know, I would wear suits every, bro, I would wear suits all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? People knew that I was a pastor or that I was in the church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They couldn't even tell the dick of man. You would have never known that I was a gang banger. You would have never known, bro. Did the you ever look. tell your story to the, like when you were preaching, did you ever tell your story? Oh, they know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they know. Yeah. They know the the uh, my conversion. They yeah. know what I've been through because I tell them because that's the testimony of God. Of course. Did it for, that God did it for me. He can do it for you. He could do it for your kids. You know, he could do it for, you know, anybody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So uh, I, I tell my story everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I have to. You know what yeah. I mean? God, you, you know, God can do, you know, as much as he did for me and you not be able to tell it. <laughs> you got to be able to tell it, you know what I mean? Because Absolutely. somebody need to, needs to hear that, you know. So, you know, so my kids, they have a good, solid foundation. Everybody in my family, my kids, know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for the sins of the world, and that he is coming back one day, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they know that they better get their house in order, you know what I mean? They know that they not living under mom and daddy no more. They old enough to live under themselves. So they are responsible for their own sin. So get it together. Get <laughs> you know what together. I'm saying? They already know. They already know. You know, uh, uh, I believe it was uh, Joshua said, that's for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. You know what I mean? So they already know that they got, you know, they got to take care of their kids now and teach them the same way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but my uh, 15 year old, Josiah, he's special. Because he knows the word, he's very passionate about Christ. He knows he's like a fifteen-year-old and a thirty-five-year-old body. I'm telling you, wow. He's very passionate. He's very sensitive. You know, um, sometimes he try to check me by letting him know who the father of the house is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I have to let him know. You know, because <laughs> yeah. and sometimes I'm like, well, maybe he's right. You yeah. know, but yeah. I don't let him see that. You know, right. but. At the same time, man, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get to the point now where um so when I got shot and um man I had uh it, and it was two thousand and nineteen. I was at my son's what, football game. Yeah. Josiah yep. football game. And, you know, I'm trying to get in shape. So I'm running. I'm running, getting in shape, you know. And um, the back of my calf started burning really, really bad. Mm. I'm like, what in the world's going on, you know? So I paid in no mind. And I start running again the next day. 
And I told my wife, babe, something is wrong with my calf. I just keep continue to keep keep burning, you know. So you know me, I'm sucking it up, man. Yeah. You know, so I'm oh, going yeah. on like you know a month or so, and then my my uh, my whole foot went numb, you know. And I'm like, babe, something's not right, you know. But hard headed me, you know. I know my foot is numb. My calf is burning like crazy, you know. I'm still walking and running on it, you know. Shake it like it's gonna go away, you know. Yeah. So on my way to work. It got so bad, I pulled up to my job. I said, you know what? I'm going to the hospital. I went to the hospital, and they said, it's a good thing you've, came, you've come because um, you have a blood clot. Oof. And so they said, you came at the right time because 28, 30 years ago, the blood clot, when I got shot, yeah. the stint that they put in my leg then or whatever. Right. It malfunctioned. I mean, it, it 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 served its purpose for thirty years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it boom, and so therefore, it you know, the blood start clotting again. So I went to the doctor, and they said, okay, so um, we're gonna have to do surgery. Okay, so they did the surgery, which was very very to me painful. Stayed in the house, stayed in the hospital for a week, Oof. and after. Two months, that stint or whatever, it um, it failed. Mm. How'd you know it failed? Was it hurting again? Was it, it was hurting again. again. My foot went numb again. Oh, man. And my the back of my calf was hurting again. I was like, man. So they did it again. And they did it this time. I was asleep per se. And while I was on the operating table, I felt them. <clears throat> they didn't give me enough anesthesia. Ugh. So I felt them jabbing me. And I just woke up. Ah, ah. And said, oh, get a, get a big guy some more medicine, some more medicine. <clears throat> so I'm back to sleep. And three months, it messed up the, the stent. It, yeah. it did it again. Oof. So now we're on number three. Oh, man, dude. And it happened again, <laughs> you on know. The third one. On the third one. So now we on the fourth one, and so what he wants to do, he wants to go into my right leg, and take the artery from my right leg all the way up from in here and yeah. put it over here. And I was like, well, if you put this one over here, what am I going to have over here if I have a stroke? I said, you know what? Bye bye. I only want to deal with you anymore yeah so i went over here sharps mary birch area yeah, yeah yeah and dr horton he gave me the surgery and has been going on good for about nine months now yeah but during that time bro i fell into a deep deep depression while this was kept, while things kept going wrong things can go wrong man I'm the type of person I tell you I never I never cry I suck it up I hold it in but this thing had my mind twisted you know I was suicidal bro I was suicidal wow big time me and my wife and I share this with you and hope people are listening because mental health is no joke you know I'm on different types of I'm on different types of uh, um, 
depression medication. I see a psychiatrist. I see a psychologist, you know, every Tuesday and Thursday, you know, and I was in Hawaii with me and my family and I needed to get away. Yeah. And um, we had rented an uh, Airbnb right on the beach at Hawaii. Went to the Big Island. Nice view. Hear the water. Just, just exploring God's beauty. You know what I mean? Oh, just yeah. seeing it, everything, yep. man. And then we decided to go out and walk on the beach, the, the sand and so forth. And a moment of depression hit me. And so this is the sand, and we had rocks here, here, and here. And this big rock here, this is the ocean. If you jump in there, then you swept away, right? So something told me, go and jump. Okay. And you were by yourself or with your family? No, no, my family was right here. Yeah. Right here. Yep. So I walked to the first step, and I told my family bye. You told them yes, out loud. Bye, right, bye. But they didn't know what I was talking about. Right. You know what I mean? I was like, bye, you know. And I went to the second rock, you know. I said, bye, I love you guys. It was like, oh, babe, you know, because they had no idea. Yeah. And I went to the third rock, you know, and I got out there and I said, I love you guys. See you guys later, you know. And I looked into the water, man. I was ready to, I just felt it, you know. And I looked the last time, and I said, bye. But this time, I looked in their eyes, and they I just didn't see. I saw something different within them. It was like, what are you doing? What's going on? And then when I saw that, I turned around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it hit me, you know, uh, really, really hard because now... For the first time, I wasn't just thinking about it. I acted on it. And I told my psychiatrist and my psychologist, this time I made it real. Yeah. It wasn't just a thought. I did it, you know. And I sat on my bed, you know, like if I had the gun, you know. And I said, well, okay, if I did this, how would I do it, you know. And so now I'm acting these things out. You've you know? done that with a gun before? No, 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 okay. no, no. I had my, you know, um, in my closet. Yeah. Um, I was saying, well, if a gun was there, right? How would I do ah, it? Got you it. know. So I went to the edge of the bed, you know, and I said, okay, if I take this and shoot it, which way would I fall? Which way would I do it? And I said, and I was just in my mind on this. What I'm, this what I would do. Yeah. You know. And then it's like I'm thinking. I said, here I am acting out again. You know what I mean? So I said, no. So I'm on I'm on some medication. It's called some type of psychotic medication that I'm on right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That help me pre help prevent all of this, you know. And I'm like, I've never cried before, bro, like this. And I'm at nighttime and I'm begging the Lord. I'm asking the Lord, Lord, help me because I can't go through this anymore, you know. And my wife is in the bed and um, I'm just like crying at night because I can't can't deal with it man yeah, you know yeah. i'm like lord you gotta help me because i can't control what's going on in my mind and my thoughts me wanting to do this and me wanting to you know to do that you know and i just feel like i just don't want to be here you know and that's what i'm yeah. feeling man i don't, I don't want to be here you know 
I don't want to, um, you know, uh, just be bothered with people. I don't want anybody around me. I um, distance myself, you know, and, you know, people don't know because they think you're okay. Right. You know. By looks, everything's great. Right. But they don't know what's going on on the inside, you know. And I just want to say if you see people acting differently, you know, or responding differently, or if you see something wrong either within their eyes or where they're acting, you know, kind of talk to them, yeah. you know, and see what's going on, you know, because we may not break right then, but we will give you a hint or a sign on what's going on. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's just that I felt that I was by myself, man, you know, because mm -hmm. the thing is, is that when I drop my my wife will go to work and I'll drop myself up, my son off at school. I'm by myself. Yeah. Alone all day. Right. So I couldn't I didn't even have the strength to go outside and walk, to get on the treadmill, do anything. I'm just in the bed, just depressed. So what am I to do? You know? Yeah. So I have on my shoulder, left shoulder, I have the enemy talking. Yep. On my right shoulder, I have the spirit talking. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I have to weigh this, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, you know, it seemed the heavier, you know, the 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 the, the negative side seemed to it seemed to be more peaceful. Like the because, e like the easier way. The out. easier way, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm not a coward though. Right. You know, I you know, I choose to fight, you know what I mean? Even though I'm going through what I'm going through, man, I choose to fight cuz I love my family. Right. You know, I love life, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I yeah. love, you know, uh, the birds in the morning, hearing the birds in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love the wind, the stars, the moon. I love God's creation. I love you. I love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not the person that I used to be, you know what I mean? Um, I'm circumnavigated around God's love right now, man. You know what I mean? Like I say, I'm a total different person, but. This depression is trying to make me something that I'm not. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm trying to pull myself from that, you know. And it's been difficult because I have these triggers. And these triggers is what started it, you know, with the depression. Because my mind go back to slow motion on my childhood. Right. You see? And it it, 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 it messes with me mentally, man. You know, it just messes me up. So I'm trying to, so I'm, I'm fighting this, you know. So when I go... And when I lift weights, it helps me out. Oh, yeah. It clears my mind, bro. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I try to stay in the gym as long as I can, but I can't do that because I got a family. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I used to be a heavyweight boxer. You know what I'm saying? You know, getting in the gym helps. You know what I mean? So I got to find something for myself to help clear, you know, my mind because, you know, I don't know when... Because, you know, my psychiatrist and my um, psychologist tell me that it can hit you at any given time. Right. You know, and that's what I'm struggling with right now, man. You know. And this is right now. Yes, man. Now. You know what I mean? So I can talk to you and be uh, uh, loquacious as possible. But on the inside, you know what I mean? Um, nobody knows really what's going on. So I I just need to expose, you know, uh, what's on the inside of me yeah. and bring it out. You know, because it's better, you know, uh, out than in. You know what I mean? For so, sure. So I can deal with it better. You know, I have to talk about it because I've always been a people person, but I've never been able to uh, uh, express myself, you know what I mean, um, 
and verbalize my emotions, you know what I mean, like I do now. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But now I know that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I can, I, I can let it out. You know, I can, you know, talk to someone and let people know that this is real and we do need help. We do need for you to, to look for signs, you know. Uh, within you know the ones you love, so we don't want you to feel that you know if I would just paid more of attention or if I'd just watched some signs, you know what I mean? Because we give them out; they're there. Yeah, we just got to you know pay attention, you know. And I even had my wife to talk to my psychiatrist, and there was some things that she didn't know that I was suffering with. So the Lord told me to have my wife to talk with my psychiatrist. And when she did, she came and said, baby, I'm sorry. I didn't know. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't know, you know. So now she's more cautious, you know, and more helpful. I've been told, you know, and I'm starting to talk to people. I mean, I would have never talked to my son, Tony, you yeah. know, but I talked to him. And that boy called me all the time. Every almost every single day he called yeah. me. You're right, Dad. Check up on me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He said, Dad, dang, I never know you was going through stuff like that. That's real deal. You know what yeah. I mean? And he always tell me, you know what? Just stay strong, stay positive. He said, because it's the Jefferson, it's you that got me where I am right now. You yep. know what I'm saying? It's because of you and your character and the way you taught me that I have a family who I'm. T- you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. he said those. He say those things, and those things make me feel wanted make me you know want to live make me want to do right you know what i mean to hear positive things because once again you got to understand i've been born and raised around pain and hurt and violence bro right you know what i'm saying you know and don't get it twisted man things come to my mind when i just want to you know i still want to you know at times i still want to you know i still could you you know i don't know how to you want to get down you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, even at fifty-five, you know, yeah. I still want to test the waters. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But you know, but I know that's not me. You know what I'm saying? I know that's the enemy. You know what I'm saying? You know, the Bible says, "As a man thinking, so is he." You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But I know that's not me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a child of God. You know what I'm saying? And I deserve the best, and I'm going to get the best. You know what I'm saying? You know. So I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to be, you know, a better person. But at the same time, man, I know I'm not perfect. I yeah, make mistakes. No, nobody said every. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, man. But you know, I'm taking this thing one day at a time, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm living. You know, I, I can say right now that I'm, I am living my best life. You know, but I do have um, um, some internal issues that I'm dealing with right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to uh, um, kind of face these things. You know, but every time I look at you know uh, my scars. You know, and I told you I just had surgery on my um on my foot. Yep. You know, I was long of like, Lord, what's up with all these surgeries? You know, and I told, and I don't know if I told you I had a um, it's called thoracic outlet syndrome. I had a I've been cut from my neck all my neck all the way down to my back. They took a rib out of my back. You know, um, what, because, when was when was that done? Shoot, that was done like twenty five years ago. But I still and the have, foot was recently, right? Foot was like uh, three weeks ago. But a month ago, yeah, three weeks ago, you know. And that was for circulation issues? Was that for the, the yeah. blood clot thing? Mm-hmm. That was part of, yeah, part of that, yeah. And um, and with thoracic outlet, that was because they say my main, that um, that bone was pressing down on my, um, 
with my main artery and some other, and it was causing my arm to go numb, so they had to remove it, you yeah. know. And I've been having issues from there, you know, that since then. But um, what I'm saying is all these cuts and all this pain yeah. and all the other stuff, you know, it, it, you know, it just leaves me with, you know, um, some type of, you know, what did I do wrong? Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. You know, am I being, you know, targeted? You know, am I being, you know, uh, 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 cursed? But I already know that God don't bless and curse at the same time. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So I know I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's yeah. just part of trials and tribulations that I'm dealing with and going through. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, every day. So what, you know, because you got your 15-year-old son, right? Mm-hmm. So what would you say at this point is your saving grace? Um, obviously, the Lord having faith in the Lord and the Lord having faith in you, like every day at this point. Because listen, you you revealing this information today, man, is is powerful stuff, mm -hmm. like incredibly powerful stuff and therapeutic, quite frankly, for Most you to definitely. get this to get this out. Because big men, tough guys, we bottle it up. We right. can't show emotion. Mm -hmm. So to be able to get something out, which is you know, I'm in the same boat this past year. Not the, not this boat that you're in, but meaning to get just letting my emotions show. Right. I've never shown emotions more right. than this past year since getting involved with the church, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is telling me it's okay. Right, it is okay. So with you on a, do you go to church every single Sunday, every Sunday? Yeah. What's, what's your schedule here? What's, what's keeping you going right now? Your saving grace, would you say? Well, just being faithful, <clears throat> God. just being yeah. faithful yep. and just like praying and trusting in him, you know, cause I know I can't do anything, you know, by myself. I just totally depend on him. Like when I came here, you know, like, Lord, just get Tony, put, just put Tony Jefferson out of the way. You know what I mean? Yep. And just let you shine. You know what I'm saying? Let my story be true you know, and, and on point, and, and you you use me, you know what I'm saying? That's you right. speak to me, you know yeah. what I mean? Just uh, I don't want self to have anything to do with this, you know what I'm saying? Just yet, yet I want God, you know, to be in charge of this, you know what I'm saying? So I totally depend on him and the Holy Spirit, man, to work through me, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, uh, the Bible said that the Spirit speaks expressively, you know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. I let the Lord have his way, you know what I mean? And when I do that, you know, and then I wash my hand clean because I know God got it. You know what I'm saying? And I know nothing can go wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. So that's how that is, man. You know, just just, just, just having faith and just totally surrendering to God. And I know that um, sometimes it's tough because, you know, the Bible says uh, um, uh, faith without works is dead. You know, you got to have faith. And faith is sometimes difficult because you can't see it. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. We, exactly. walk by, we walk by faith and not by sight. You know, yep. faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things that's not seen. So that's where the difficult part comes in sometimes. You know, you can't see it. You just got to believe it, bro. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You got to believe it. So my faith and my trust is strong in the Lord, you know. And a lot of times, you know, he don't do it when I want him to do it. Not on my timing. Right. It's on his timing. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's what... You know, kind of, you know, well, Lord, you said you was going to do it. You know, well, you tell your story first and then, you know, what I mean, you know, I'm not going to give it to you before. Just, you know, you got to tell your story first. Let the people hear. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to, you know, uh, 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 you know, somebody say, uh, don't wait till the battle's over. Shout now. You don't praise him now. You know, uh, you praise him first. You know what I mean? You magnify him first before the battle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So that's what I do, man. So I'm just, you know, you know, like I say, my, my faith is strong in the Lord. My family's strong. You know, um, you know, I, I met you, which is a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, 
when you told me, man, you know, I, I feel the spirit. I know it's, God's going to do something, you know what I mean, with this right here, you know. And it's just amazing how God, you know, collaborate people, you know what I mean, that, you know, you didn't know me from Adam and Eve, you know nope, what I'm saying. Nope. But but now, you know, I'm sure there could be a, a good friendship here, you know what I'm saying. And, and who knows what God has in store, you know what I mean. And I've never been able to, once again, um, uh, um, because with me, I'm like, when I'm in the church, I can preach the gospel. Right. Because a lot of times I know the people in my congregation. Yep. You know what I mean? But coming here with you and whoever here, whoever, I don't know you guys. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. when you let the Holy Spirit have his way, and then he'll do what he have to do. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. And that's, you know, where I'm at right now, man. You as, know? as long as you get your, we get ourselves out of the way. Thank you. Thank you. Right? That's key, bro. That's it. That's it. Get self out of the way. <laughs> get yourself out of the way. Get the ego. Check the ego at mm -hmm. the door and let God do his thing through us. And I remember when we met that day, I said to you, dude, God has brought us together for a reason. For a reason. And let's get your testimony out there. Right. That's square. That's step one mm -hmm. is to get this incredible testimony out there um, and just let kind of the Holy Spirit do his thing through us. Right. And then, and then, you know, let's see where it goes from there, because mm -hmm. uh, we'll see this through. Right. Meaning, yeah, I, I can see a, uh, a a great friendship here starting, and uh, you know, and I'll say it again: God's brought us together for a reason. Mm -hmm. Your story is extremely powerful. Um, I know that people are going to be inspired by this, and yes. quite frankly, in awe of it. Right. Um, and I'm I'm excited for your family yes. to hear it as well, because yes. I'm sure that a lot of this, your family. Uh, isn't completely in the know about all these details that you no, gave. No, they're not. Especially <laughs> what you've been going through the past several years, right? They, right? Don't know. they do not know. They do not know. So for they anybody do. going through stuff like with uh, with their, you know, with, with like you said, mental health, what what would you say for them? Anybody going through stuff, just get just talk about it, reach out. What right. would you say would they do? Because a lot of people are struggling right, right now. Do not be afraid to talk to someone about it. Talk to someone that um, you may be close to or even talk to someone what would help if you would talk to someone that what helped me is that I talked to someone that I didn't know. Mm. You see, that's what you did. Yes. I talked to someone that I didn't know because I knew that they wouldn't say anything to anyone else that I knew. But it was a stranger, and the thing is, they listened. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I do. They listened, and when they listened, they 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 gave me some feedback. So I was able to just talk to them, and once I talked to that person, I was able to really let some things out. You know what I mean? And so therefore, I got a little bit more comfortable, you know, than talking with talking to uh, people that are close to me. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So that's how that worked. You know, like I, as a matter of fact. I, I talked to um I talked to my boss and on my job and yeah. I told her the situation and I don't never talk to her. I just I bye, you know, but I went to her office and I told her the situation because I was at my wits end. Yeah. I went and got a cup of coffee on my job and I said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I sat down and I talked to her situation and she cried mm -hmm. and she gave me a hug and she said, Go home to your family right then and there. Wow. You know, and I've been off since September. Wow. And, I, and I'm going back to work on the third. The third next week. Next week. I'm no kidding. To, I'm, yep, going to the next week. Exactly. And I want to say this. I want to 
just thank my wife after, you know, we've been together for 33 years, marriage, going on 34 in January. But she's been so supportive, man. She's been so supportive, you know, in, um, in everything, you know what I mean? Um, she, even though she works uh, very hard, you know, as far as, you know, um, her job and, you know, uh, helping with the family and so forth, she... Uh, she looks after her husband. She looks after her kids. You know, yep. she concerned. Uh, she's concerned about me. You know what I mean? And she really helps me out. Uh, helps me out a lot. You know, I want to just um, let my wife know I thank thank you and I and I and I love you for all that you you know all that that's all that she's doing for me. You know, by helping me out. You know, because you know she works. You know, ten and twelve hours. You know what I mean? You know, and come, right? Exactly. You know. And then come home, you know, and then she have to cook. I said, babe, don't even, don't even worry about it. You know what I mean? So I go home, I get dinner, I do something. You know what I mean? I'm not a good cook, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, I can make some good scrambled eggs and oatmeal, you know, but I can grill, you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm not, you know what I mean? So just like my son, Tony, we're not good cooks. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right if the intent yeah. is there. Yeah, the intent is there, bro. Yeah. The intent is there. That's it. You know, so... But yeah, man, you know, um, it's a um, it's a beautiful thing, man, to be in Christ. You know what I mean? Just you know, just now uh, to know that, you know, um, that it's okay to be where I'm at right now because I'm a work in progress and I'm still working. But for those who, you know, feel that there is no hope, trust me, there is hope. Yep. Please talk to someone. Don't keep it in. If you keep it in, you're gonna explode. If you keep it in, you're gonna be bewildered. You're not gonna know what to do. Um, uh, try not to be alone. You know, get out and do something. Go somewhere. Go to the gym. Go somewhere. Go shopping. Go to the mall. Go somewhere. But try not to be alone because it only brings forth triggers. You know. Um, uh, yeah. So Tony. This was great, man. Yes, yes. I'm excited to get this testimony out there. <laughs> yes, get it out there, bro. Get it I, out I appreciate there. you, man. Uh, God has uh, put us together for a reason. Yes, I sir. know for a fact, only knowing you for, bar barely knowing you, right. um, knowing that uh, without question, God has a plan. You have a God calling on your life, man. Yes, sir. I want you to, I want you to really, really embrace that right. and know that every day when you wake up that you, you, you you've got a calling on your life right and now i know what it is and that's you need to get this story we're going to get this story out there right um and people are going to be inspired by it mm -hmm. people are going to be they're going to make a move because of it right. people are going to get cured because of because right. of it people are going to look for healing because of it yes, yes. so just know that every day you wake up man mm -hmm. that you 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 owe it to god and, and yes. god's children to to stay here with us right Right. For in, until the wheels come off. Yes, I right? receive that, brother. I most definitely receive. All that. right, till the no. wheels come off, man. Yes. You're gonna fight no matter what it takes to yes. to stay here for for your family, for yes. for your kids, for your grandkids, mm -hmm. and for all God's children that are gonna benefit by you being here yes. and sharing your testimony and being who you are as a man, yes. uh, as a, as a godly man on this planet yes. during this lifetime. So just know that, man. Just yes. know it. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate those encouraging words, man. Absolutely. And, you know, it makes me feel good, you know. It makes me feel that, you know, even though I'm, you know, maybe live or whatever, you know, that people are listening. But, you know, to sit across from you, you know, and you to tell me that, you know what I mean, it um, 
it lifts my spirits, man, you nice. know, that knowing that, you know, I mean, I know I have a calling on my life, but just to have it confirmed, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. And I can see that, you know, that you are a man of God and, and, and whatever your passion is, if this is this, you going hard at it, bro. Oh, yeah. You keep at it. We you know what it. I mean? Because, you know, this is, you just on the surface right now, we man. We just on the surface. You know what I mean? And what God is getting ready, <laughs> ready to do for you. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. So, like I say, you stay with it as well, man. Just stick with it and you watch and see what God, because you have a good heart, man. Yeah, thank you. You have you. a really good heart, man. That. Right. Oh, yeah. You have, you have a good heart. And uh, 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 the Bible says that, that, that uh, eyes have not seen nor have ears heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of man the good things that God has prepared for those who love him. And I know you love him. Oh, yeah. And God has good things prepared for you, bro. You know what I mean? So just stick with it, my man. And back at you, my brother. Back at <laughs> yes, you, sir. my brother. Do real yes, deal sir. talk, huh? Yes, sir. How's yes, that? Sir. Love it, brother. Tony Jefferson, yes. my man, my brother, my new brother. <laughs> That's it. I got to get one of those real deal hats, You man. got one, you know dude. I got one, I got one outside this office. <laughs> yes, your sir. Name yes, sir. Yeah. I need it. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate problem, you, man. man. Love you, man. Love you too, brother. Real deal talk. Peace That's out. it. That's a wrap. All right. Right, brother.